1: Pet, the
2: Sunshine Cereal presents The Adventures of Superman.
1: Today, Jimmy Olsen and the giant Daily Planet foreman Boris Archenko have walked into a dangerous trap as Superman, unaware of their plight, continues his search for Editor Perry White. Hello
2: there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, if you want breakfast to give you a cool start these summer days, latch on to Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. There's a breakfast treat that is a treat, packed with catchy flavor, a keen, sparkling sort of flavor that perks up your appetite like anything. I'll bet you never ate the likes of anything better. Pep is light and crisp, so tender it practically melts in your mouth. Why, Kellogg's Pep, topped with cool milk and sugar, tastes so terrific, it's worth a big, loud whistle. And then some. Only chances are you won't even have time to whistle because you'll be so busy digging into that bowl of Pep and finishing off every golden flake in your bowl. Mom likes that, you know, because Pep is good for you. Sure, gives you solid whole wheat nourishment plus. What's more, it's never a good idea to waste cereal. And nowadays, we're sending the cereal grains to help give good nourishment to fellows and girls all over the world. So, latch on to Pep, gang. When Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocer's, remember to eat all your
1: Pep. Don't waste it. Now, the adventures of Superman. When Homer Smith, newly appointed representative of John Grayson, publisher of the Daily Planet, demanded that Editor Perry White stop supporting the World Peace Federation and attack it instead, White defied him. Then, a few hours later, the gray haired editor mysteriously disappeared. Late that night, Jimmy Olson, sent home by Clark Kent for safety's sake, received a phone call from an unknown man who said he had a message for him from White and asked the young reporter to meet him in the library of the newspaper club. But when Jimmy arrived there with Boris Archenko, the giant Daily Planet printing room foreman, the club library was deserted. Puzzled, Jimmy and Boris left the club and entered a waiting taxi, the driver of which turned out to be the man Jimmy had last seen with Perry White. Overhearing Jimmy's startled explanation to Boris, The driver swerved the cab into an alley and leveled a pistol at his two passengers. Listen. Oh, you did remember me, eh, Olsen? Why, I... That's what I I wanted to find out. That's why I got you down to the newspaper club tonight. Oh, you called Jim on telephone
2: tonight, huh? You say you got message from Mr. White,
1: huh? Sure he did, Boris. That's right, big boy. It's too bad for you that Olsen's got such a good memory. Get out of the cab now, both of you. This is the end of the line. No, now, wait a minute. Listen, mister. You put away that gun or with bare hands? Please, I, relax. Here comes another car. Oh, get your hopes up, sonny boy. Those are my pals in that station wagon. What? Your pals? Yes. <laughs> Leo? Yeah,
3: Joe. Everything okay?
1: Right, come and get him. Okay, Olsen, and you, big boy, get out of the cab. Look, Jim, okay, I boys. take care of these fellas. You're I'm a fat. nothing doing. I'm going to... You sh- do like Boris, hey? nah, you're guy, eh? Nah, you tough guy. Look out, Leo. What are you, guys? You'll beat yourself like that. Well, Boris, you'll you. Get Shit. Look at the paddle oh, oh, boy, oh, oh,
0: oh, oh, boy oh, Boris. Come on, you guys. Finish this big we we'll look in a hurry. We're making too much effort. Oh, uh-huh. oh. You're not finished, Boris,
1: in a hurry. Run, Jim, run. Hey, listen. That sounds like the cops slug him, Leo, fast. Let's get out of here. Sorry, stupid. Boris, look out. Oh. That does
4: it. Sport. Nice going, Leo. That takes care of the
1: big guy. Quick, now grab both and dump them both in the station wagon and then scram. Fast. I'll block the alley with the cab. Okay, Joe. Come on, you guys. On the double. (laughs) Picking up the unconscious Boris Archenko, the gang lift him into the station wagon, force Jimmy in and leap up beside him as Joe, the big taxi driver, swings his cab around to block the narrow alley. Then he leaps from the cab into the station wagon, which roars away and disappears into the night. Meanwhile, Superman, believing that Jimmy is safe at home, has streaked from the suburban residence of John Grayson, the Planet publisher, to the Metropolis Hotel, where he had left Lois Lane. Once more in his guise of Clark Kent, he enters the hotel lobby and breathes a sigh of relief as he sees the girl reporter nervously pacing the floor.
0: Kevin, you're still here.
4: Why? You told me to wait here, didn't you?
0: Yes, but that isn't the point. Now, I was skip a. Skip it.
4: Did you find out anything about Mr. White? No, but you. Neither I... have I. I. Just talked to Inspector Henderson, and he hasn't found out anything either. Look, wait a minute. Oh, Clark, what are we going to do? I'm Look, so worried I could take just. It die. Easy, take it easy. Take will it you? easy. do you realize that it's one o'clock in the morning, and the chief has been missing since late yesterday afternoon? I know,
0: but we've got to keep cool and use our heads. I've got a theory about the chief's disappearance.
4: Well, isn't that peachy? This is no time for theories. We've got to find it. Will
0: you pull yourself together? I want you to have a cool head when we speak to Mr. Smith. Mr. Who? Homer Smith, our publisher's uh, representative. Oh, that's too... He lives right here in this hotel. That's why I was so worried about you.
4: Worried about me? Yes. I don't get
0: it. Then listen, will you? My hunch is that Mr. Homer Smith knows a good deal about the chief's disappearance. What? He may even have had something to do with it.
4: Now, look, Claude, just because you dislike the man is no reason Will you listen?
0: being a... Smith ordered all of us on the Daily Planet to attack the World Peace Federation,
4: didn't he? He certainly did, but we stopped his clock when Mr. White showed him that clause in his contract, giving Mr. White
0: the right to determine our editorial policy. Yes, and Smith didn't like that one little bit. Then he can lump it. He doesn't have to lump it if the chief disappears from the scene. Without Editor White's presence, no one can challenge his right to do what he wants on the planet. Now, do you see what I'm driving at? Yes, but... Clark, you're out of your mind. I'm oh, not. Do you
4: think Mr. Grayson would make anyone his personal representative who was a
0: a, a criminal? Well, of course not. Not if he had a choice. But Grayson couldn't help making Smith his personal representative. What do you mean? I told you Grayson is obviously living in mortal fear of something or someone. And I think that someone is Smith. Now, wait. I saw that fear in Grayson yesterday. And when I spoke to his wife tonight, she confirmed it. She said it started when Homer Smith began coming to their house a couple of months ago. But
4: why? What's the connection between Smith and Grayson? My hunch
0: is that Smith has something on Grayson, and he's using it to get control of the Daily Planet so that he can fight the World Peace Federation.
4: You're only guessing, Clark.
0: Sure, I'm only guessing, but I think it's a good guess. For my money, the unassuming Mr. Smith is a resourceful and dangerous character. I believe he had something to do with Mr. White's disappearance. And unless we get the goods on him in a hurry, you and Jim, especially Jim, are in danger. Me? Jim? Why? Because Jim saw the driver of the taxi in which the chief was last seen. He could identify that driver. The logical assumption is that he told you and me about it. Good heavens,
4: if you are right, Cartwright, but Jim, he might... Well, you know how impetuous he is. But, uh,
0: don't worry about Jim tonight. <sighs> he gave me his word he'd stay at home. And I posted Boris Archenko at his house to stand guard.
4: Oh, well, that makes me feel a little better. But the chief, what are we... We're gonna... going
0: to find the chief. Come on. Where are we going? We're going to call on Homer Smith. We'll get his room number from a desk clerk. Come on, this way. Never mind. Don't waste time knocking, Lois. Smith isn't in his room. How do you know? He hasn't had time to
4: answer yes. I
0: know, but he's not there, I tell you. You can see through the door, I suppose, like Superman. Yes.
4: Oh, stop it, Clark. This is no time for jokes. Why doesn't he answer? Because he isn't there. I said. But it's after one o'clock in the morning. So what?
0: Everybody seems to be missing tonight. The chief, John Grayson, now Homer Smith.
4: Grayson too.
0: Oh yes, I forgot to tell you. He packed a bag and left his house without telling anyone where he was going. He did. Uh huh. My hunch is that he, Smith, and the chief are all together someplace, which means bad news for the chief. Will you stop saying these terrible oh, things? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was thinking out loud. Frankly, I'm worried too. Plenty worried. Come on. Where to now? To police headquarters. There's something Inspector Henderson has to do, and fast.
1: Uh, I think you're all wet about Smith and John Grayson, Kent.
0: So do I. No, I'm not, Inspector. Now
1: listen. Ah. Uh-uh. Uh, don't go into your song and dance again. But I don't. I'll to... have Smith investigated it if it'll make you feel any better. Well, it will, but we can't wait for that. You've got to trace Smith and John Grayson tonight, right away. I'm certain that trail will lead to Perry White. Now, look, Kent. I've got the whole department hunting for Mr. White. We can't split up and start looking for everybody else under the sun just because you sell yourself a cockeyed idea.
3: But it the isn't side... a
4: cockeyed idea. I think it is. I
1: know it is. Look, Grayson wouldn't sell out to anybody wanting to undermine the World Peace Federation. I know, I know but... Grayson. He's too big, too intelligent to do that. That's but...
0: what I've been telling Clark, Inspector. Will you please both listen to me? I tell you, Grayson hasn't changed his convictions. He's scared half out of his wits. I believe it's Homer Smith. He's scared Damn, of him.
4: That goes for me, too.
1: Of all That's stubborn... uh, my phone. All right. Anderson speaking. Oh, yes, Haley. You did? Where? Are you sure? Uh-huh. How about the driver? Oh, he did, huh? Okay, I'll be right out. Stay there. Well, folks, maybe we've got a lead at last. What do you mean, Inspector? A lead to Mr. White? Yeah. One of our patrol cars pulled into an alley behind the newspaper club to break up a fight.
0: The newspaper club? Uh-huh. The and... men got away,
1: but they left a Packard cab. What? One of those driver-owned jobs. Hey, wait a minute.
0: That was the kind of car Mr.
1: White disappeared in. Yes. Right, Kent. Healy thinks it's the same car. Come on, we've got to get over there. Follow me. Followed by Clark Kent and Lois Lane, Inspector Henderson leads the way from his office to his car. Will they pick up the trail of Jimmy Olsen and Boris Altchenko? We'll know in a moment when we return for the exciting climax of today's episode. So stand by.
2: Say, gang, this week's Pep Dish of the Week is sure riding high. Maybe that's because it's Peach Roundup. Yes, sir, that's what it's called. And let me say, you'll be sitting mighty pretty when you hit the breakfast trail with this slick dish. Now, here's the idea. You place half a peach in your dish... Cover it with your regular serving of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, and top with the other peach half, round side up. Add cool milk and sugar, and there's your peach roundup. One of the dozens of ways Kellogg's Pep can give breakfast a boost. These crisp, tender flakes of Pep set the pace. Pep up the peaches like anything. Yes, Pep just naturally does something for fruit, and does a mighty smooth job of rustling up your appetite, too. Because Pep is crisp and crunchy and tender toasted, coaxes you on and on with its keen, sunny flavor till your bowl is polished off clean. Which is always the right idea, and particularly right nowadays when we're sending the cereal grains to fellows and girls all over the world. Think of that when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers. Eat every bit of Pep you pour into your dish. Remember, eat all your Pep.
1: Don't waste it. (laughs) Clark Kent, Inspector Henderson, and Lois Lane hurry to the alley from which Jimmy Olsen and Boris Archenko had been taken in the station wagon, Jimmy and Boris, their arms and legs bound, are lying on the floor of a basement hideout a mile or two away. Half a dozen men playing cards at a nearby table pause in their play as one of their number, a hard-faced man named Leo, talks on the telephone. Now listen, Joe. That kind of job costs more money. That I are my... you talking about us, Boris. Hey, sheriff, you. Stop monkeying with them ropes. It won't do Sh- you no good. Shut up, Nick. Okay? Go on, Joe. 500 extra?
2: Well, I guess that'll be okay. Sure, sure, we'll take care of him right away. Okay. Yeah, yeah, relax. Check. So long. What do he say, Leo? He says we rub out these two guys, but quick. What?
1: Boris, did you hear that?
2: Holy smokes, that's, uh... Come on, let's get the job over with and blow. Let me have your gun, Nick. Yeah. Okay, Olsen. And you too, big boy. Get set for the big sleep.
3: His
1: eyes wide with terror, his heart pounding, Jimmy Olsen watches the man called Nick take a revolver from a shoulder holster and hand it to Leo. Fearfully, his panic-stricken mind rejects the remote possibility of being saved now, even by Superman. Is there a chance? How can Superman pick up the trail of Jim and Boris in the scant seconds remaining before the cold-blooded gunman begins to perform his ordered job? It seems hopeless. What is it? Don't fail to listen to tomorrow's tense and exciting episode which tells the story, fellows and girls. Be sure to tune in tomorrow, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman.
2: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the Sunshine Cereal. You know, gang, you never forget a famous name like Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. Kellogg brightens up breakfast with Kellogg's Shredded Wheat. 15. Fifteen crisp tender biscuits in every package. There's loads of natural nut sweet flavor in toasty Kellogg shredded wheat. Loads of fine nutrition, too. It's whole wheat. And these plump, delicious biscuits are just the right size, made to fit the bowl. Try them soon. Ask mom for Kellogg shredded wheat. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.